Hello, friends, and welcome back to the John Cast. My name is John Jorgensen, and today we are continuing in our series, Word of Life, in which we are diving into some scriptures that have meant a lot to me throughout my walk and relationship with Jesus, uh, and we're revisiting them in this unique season uh, and seeing what new hope uh, they have for us or what new word God wants to speak through them. And today we're continuing in that series. Everybody right now seems tired to me, including myself. I've had a lot of conversations this week where I hear things like, I'm tired of being stuck in my house. I'm tired of hearing people talk about the virus or post about the virus. I just want things to go back to normal. And as much as I share many of those same feelings and frustrations, the reality seems to be that we are not headed back to normal, at least not anytime soon. Whether we like it or not, for now, it would seem this season is remaining with us. And I don't know about you, but in my worst days, I allow my mind to go down the rabbit hole where I play out all of the worst case scenarios. And of course, that eventually leads me to the conclusion, even if it is a false one, that we're never going to be out of this. Coronavirus is just going to last forever. This is the end. And again, that is not actually true. I recognize that and I hope you do too. But for all of us, this present situation, this season, it is not what we would have chosen. And so today, I want to look at a text that is a reminder of something that is even more present than this situation. Uh, It's a reminder of something that is more constant and lasts much longer than any virus or pandemic ever could. In the Gospel of John, chapter 15, Jesus has just shared what we have come to call the Last Supper, his final meal with his disciples. And afterwards, he begins to teach them like he does. And these sort of serve as some of his last words before he's about to go to the cross. And even though Jesus is about to leave them, in John chapter 15, he gives his followers a way that they can still be with him even in his absence. And he does this by using the metaphor of a vine or branches. And he says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will become even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Then he says this, remain in me. That's his direction. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Everything is about to change for these disciples right now. Jesus is about to leave them and they are about to enter into a whole new season. And if you know anything about the building of the early church, you know that that was not an easy time. It was not an easy thing that these disciples were about to do. There was persecution and hardship and prison time and eventual execution ahead for nearly all of these men. However, here, Jesus seems to be encouraging them that even 
and especially in a season of hardship, they can remain in him, using his words. And I think that this is such a strong reminder for us. As we sit here facing, depending on where you live, potentially another month of stay at home, I think this is a reminder that even in this difficult season, even though the coronavirus seems to be remaining with us, even in that, we can choose to remain in Jesus. As this season remains with us, we, as followers of Jesus, can choose to remain in him. This coronavirus, it is lasting much longer than I thought, much longer than many of us thought it would. And it can feel all-consuming. It can feel like it has all the power over our lives. But Jesus' encouragement in John chapter 15 is that by remaining in him, we are ushered into a relationship of love and peace and joy. And the reality of that relationship is far more consuming and has far more power and will last infinitely longer than any stay-at-home order or virus ever could. And he has a promise. He has a promise for those who choose to live in that relationship and live in that reality. He says in verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. When we remain in Jesus, when we live lives where we are attached to the vine, then by his power, our lives become fruitful. We begin to see growth and goodness popping up all around us, even when there is death in our world, even when it feels like the world is falling apart, when we're attached to the life source of the vine, we will continue to be fruitful. We will continue to see goodness and growth in our lives. And so, of course, this begs the question, how? How do we actually do this? How do we remain in Jesus, especially when so much in our world is pulling us away from things like hope and peace and joy and love? Well, luckily, Jesus helps us out there as well. Skip down to verse 9 with me. Jesus says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, he says, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Then he says, my command is this, pay attention. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. So follow the logic with me here. We remain in Jesus by keeping his commands. And Jesus sums up his commands as love one another. And we love one another by following Jesus's example of how he loved us, i.e. sacrificial love. So to sum all this up very simply, loving others, it would seem that loving others leads to life with Jesus. And I don't know about you, but this seems really counterintuitive to me. If you're like me, you're probably thinking right now, I'm the one who could use a little love. It's been so easy for me to get caught up 
in my own experience of this season and only focus on how tough stay at home has been for me and my family and my context. But truth be told, those are the moments where I feel most alone. When I'm only focusing on myself, those are the moments when I feel least connected to God. And this shouldn't be a surprise to me because Jesus already told us that living a life of connection and intimacy with God, it isn't entered into by only focusing on ourselves, on our own problem or our own situation, but instead it is by following his example to love others by putting them before ourselves. And when we do this, when we get out of our own head and our own experience and begin to pour out into others, that act of selfless love connects us with the ultimate source of love. Loving others leads to life with Jesus. That's his promise. And that is how I believe we can remain in Jesus, even as this season remains with us. Not by focusing on how hard it is right now, not by trying to grip our own way through it, but instead zooming out of our own experience for just a second and beginning to love others as Jesus has already loved us. And I know, I know a lot of you who are listening to this, you personally are going through some really, really difficult things right now. And I want you to hear my heart on this. I'm not saying that I think you should ignore your own struggles or be neglectful of your own needs. That's not what I'm saying at all. But this week, I do want to encourage you, if you can, to step out of your own experience just for a moment and begin to ask the Holy Spirit, where can I love as you love? Jesus, who can I serve the way that you have served me. Sweet Bear and I have some friends, some close friends of ours here in Chicago, um, and they're foster parents. And just a week and a half or two weeks ago, um, we got a text from them that uh, they just had a really, really difficult situation. Something happened uh, with one of the kids that they had been fostering for a while. Um, just a tragic sort of situation, and I don't want to go into the details of it um, for them, but it broke our hearts, um, Aaron and I, to hear this. And if it broke our hearts, I can't imagine what it is doing to them to watch one of the kids that they had poured into uh, have to go through, and their family to go through what they are going through right now. And I loved it, because Sweet Bear is just immediate response like before I even finished reading the text, she had already ordered cupcakes to their house. (laughs) And that seems like such a simple, small, sort of earthly, quote unquote, thing. But I think that's the love of Jesus. Again, in a small way, not to oversell it or over-spiritualize it, but it was simply that question in her mind of, Holy Spirit, where can I love as you love? How can I show up for people? Even in the obstacles that stay at home presents, how can I love Jesus the way you have loved me? And so really just her first instinct was I'm ordering them cupcakes right now. And sure enough, you know, an hour later, we get a text from them thanking, uh, you know, thanking us for the cupcakes and what a great thing that was for the kids, um, you know, that, that they were caring for and all those things. 
And again, it's just a simple way. But I felt so connected in that moment. And it was nothing I even did. It was all Sweet Bear. But I felt connected to them. And I haven't seen them in over a month, obviously. I felt more connected to God. And I hope it made them feel a little bit more connected to Jesus as well. And so I would just encourage you this week, which of your family members or your friends or your neighbors is having a particularly tough time right now? Make a plan this week for how you're going to love them, whether it's through a phone call, whether it's through ordering them a package or ordering cupcakes to their house, or maybe by writing them a letter or sending them a card. Make a plan. And if you need maybe a little bit more of a guided way to begin to pray this prayer or meditate or think about that question, uh, you can stick around to the second half of this episode because we're going to walk through uh, just a short, really short reflection this week uh, to help you maybe zero in and begin to ask the Holy Spirit where and who you can love this week the way that Jesus has loved you. So right now we're going to take a really short break and then we'll be back with this week's practice. All right, friends, as always, uh, as we get into this practice, I invite you to find uh, a comfortable seated position. Uh, If you're not driving, I invite you to close your eyes. uh, And perhaps we just begin by taking one deep breath together. And I want to invite you to continue to breathe deeply. And as you do, uh, invite the Holy Spirit to lead your time of reflection. God has something that he wants to say and reveal to you during this time. And it helps me uh, to attach the following prayer to my breath in this. I simply, on my inhale, I say, Holy Spirit. And as I exhale, I say, you're in charge here. Holy Spirit, you're in charge here. Just as a reminder that I want God to set the agenda for this time. I'm here not to get something out of it, but I'm here simply to listen and to hear and to respond to whatever God wants to say to me. So as you are continuing to focus on your breath, I just want to invite you to slowly begin to ask Jesus the following question. Jesus, where can I love as you love? Where in my life, in my context, with my people, where can I love as you love? And during these next few moments, invite the Holy Spirit to place names or faces in your mind. Breathe deeply. 
give God time to respond to that question and pay attention to what's stirring in your heart, what's stirring in your soul right now. And during this time, I want to encourage you, trust what you hear. Trust the names or faces that God puts in your mind and heart. Take a minute now and just ask that question. Jesus, where can I love as you love? still breathing deeply, I would invite you now to change your question a little bit to how. Jesus, how can I love as you love? With those names and faces still in mind, ask the Holy Spirit to show you specific ways you can begin to share the love of Jesus with those people this week. And during this time, remember, we serve an infinitely creative God. And so challenge yourself to think outside the box right now. Think specifically about those people who are in your mind. How can I best love them? How do they receive love in the unique way that God created and made them? Just take a minute now and ask that question. Jesus, how can I love as you love this week? Holy Spirit, we finish this time by saying thank you. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for helping us get out of our own experience and our own frustrations and our own situations. And Jesus, thank you for your love, the love that you have loved us with and you have invited us to step into to pour that love out into others. God, I pray this week that the plans that have been made here, the names that have been brought to mind, God, would we put that into action? Would we begin to walk in that love? And as we do, Jesus, as we begin to walk in your example of love, would we experience the peace and the joy of remaining in you? Even as we walk through 
the valley of the shadow of death, even as we continue to walk through this season that remains in us. By loving others, Jesus, help us remain in you this week. It's in your precious and powerful name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening. I hope, as always, I hope that reflection was helpful for you. I hope you were able to come up with a specific person or people and a specific way that you can love them this week. And really, I want to encourage you, put that into action. Don't let it stop here. And watch as you pouring yourself out in love connects you, as we said, with the ultimate source of love. As you go and as you walk in the love of Jesus this week, may it connect you to him so that you may remain in him. That's all I have for you this week. I hope to see you all next week right here on the Johncast. I love you all. Keep being awesome.